You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. In this episode of Carly's Couch, we're going to talk about regrets, what it means to have them, what they may look like, and how you can learn to live with them. Hello, everybody. Happy whatever day it is, but I'm assuming Monday because we drop on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you listening. Um, it's good for us to be back in the stew, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> well, let me not tell y'all where I'm at. But um, nice to do episodes together. We, knew we had a lot of Zooms with guests, um, but I do want some more guests, those guys. So let me know if there's anybody who you think should be a good expert for the podcast, or if you want to talk uh, with us or hang out with us on the podcast, would love to have you. Yeah, we'd be having fun. Um, And I like that we started doing interviews on Zoom because then that opens up the, you know, the pool of people we can have on the bouch. It doesn't necessarily just have to be here in L.A. Mm -hmm. But also, the more we do things like with Zoom, it's like every once in a while you get a little technical issue (laughs) and things. So sometimes it's like, oh, man. Um, But, you know, everybody can't pull up. Um, and be here in person. So also there's the ups and downs of technology and all the like. Yeah, but hit us um, at Carly's Couch on all the platforms if you are the person or if you know somebody that you want to hear on the bench or if you have questions for us. We want to hear those too. (sighs) So today we are going to talk about regrets as I um, laid it out so perfectly in the intro. I don't know if y'all caught that. Oh, you. Um, I know, off the dome. (laughs) Um, no, but we're talking about regrets and I, I think that's something that, you know, maybe we've kind of mentioned here and there throughout different episodes, um, what that may look like, but in our culture, I think when it comes to regrets, um, to me, it seems like most people kind of talk about like living a life of no regret as kind of, you know, the way to move, um, or like having to live with regrets. Um, shout out Jay and, so there, those are the things I think of first as far as, like, cultural reference that, you know, is a part of life, but you move through it, past it, um, you know, and you should learn to, like, be happy regardless. What are your thoughts on just kind of regret in society or how we kind of look at it? Man, I feel like I'm ruined by social media because when I think about, like, no regrets, the first thing I think about is that tattoo. No regrets. Exactly. <laughs> That's about to be the cover of this episode, just so y'all oh, know. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I laugh to myself, but then, um, I think the same thing. My mom and I had an interesting conversation the last time I saw her and, um, she was talking about regrets and I was kind of similar to what you just said. I was like, well, I try to live my life intentionally every day so I don't have regrets. And she was like, yeah, you say that, but you Mm -hmm. know, inevitably sometimes you still will regret some things and me and my youthful, um, blissful ignorance perhaps is like, nah, I think I'm good, but like, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but you said you had this conversation the other day. Uh, I'm, well, I say the other then day. You said in your youthful whatever. So I was well, like, well, is got, the look, <laughs> No, or? I'm still, I'm still. Well, cons- I mean, I get it, to my, my mom, young. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So it was like back in November when I saw her. Um, okay. I'm trying person. to see if, like that's how you feel now. So you, you are of the mindset of, uh, well, if I'm kind of paying attention to every decision and what's going on, then you want to avoid having regrets in your life. Yeah, and I think that um, if you are intentional and you're just doing the best you can to honor yourself and, like, you're once in these, like, you're living intentionally, like, I feel like you can't really be mad at that. It's like, I was trying to think if I had any regrets. What was that? No, but finish your I was, I was trying to think if I had any regrets um, or things I would have done differently. 
And it's like, man, though, like one of the glaring ones I think about was back in college. Like I would have studied abroad for sure. Like I didn't think I could for so many reasons or that it wasn't accessible to me. And so I did not And I'm like, man, that was such a great opportunity that I didn't take advantage of. Mm-hmm. So that's just like something I think about. But it's like I didn't know then what I knew now. So can I be mad at myself that that didn't happen? No. Is it something I wish I would have done? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things from what you said. I completely disagree that oh, because I live my life intentionally and I make the best decisions I can make in the moment that I may not have regrets in the future. And I just say that only because I don't control everything. So especially Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about people and, you know, relationships where, you know, all of a sudden and maybe not even all of a sudden, but like things happen where you're like that person, you know, did a thing or something happened or with family. Um, I think the easiest way for me to uh, have an example for that is like when it refers to like other people, like regretting a relationship or regretting that you went through it. But also I think there's a big distinction between you start to kind of talk about regrets, but then also you kind of started talking more so about you being okay with them or like, or being able to uh, kind of like how we talked about last week, being able to say, well, you know, I learned this or well, I could mm-hmm. do that. Or I didn't have all the information then. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's not a regret May, or maybe it is. I don't know. It kind of, maybe that part depends on the person. Um, but for me, I think I used to, I used to kind of have a mindset of like, oh, I don't have regrets. Like if that's something somebody would ask me, um, I was like, oh, I don't really have regrets. And maybe I didn't think about it that way. Um, but now I think the more life I live and like right now, there are a few things I could think of. Um, where it's like, man, I regret even being in that situation or I regret that I didn't do a thing. So that's stuff that's in my control. Um, or I regret, um, well, yeah, even with other people, I tend to, at this point in my life, like I can reflect on what was my responsibility and be like, you know, what, I regret trying to push it, you know, past a certain point or whatever. Right. Um, but definitely I think there are regrets. Do I look at them like, oh man, I, you know, and, and meddle over it. Like I'm a failure and all of those things, not necessarily, but then there are actually a couple of my regrets that I, I will think about, or if it comes up, like I really will kind of be like, dang, you know, it's something I really would have did different. Like, I really should have did a thing. Um, and I also have examples of even with some of those same regrets where I've been in a situation later and I did do something different to where it's like, okay, like, so I can see the value of having learned from a situation or whatever, but I definitely have a few regrets in some different spaces. Yeah, I can see that. I think, um, and I don't know the difference because the technical definition of regret is like a feeling of disappointment or sadness in like having done something or not done something or like missed an opportunity. And so I think that it's impossible to live life like without those. But to your point, I think um, I feel like they're less of regrets and they, they tend to not hold as much sadness and disappointment if I do learn from them and, and I'm able to grow kind of through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But if you... Um lost your leg because you were like playing a you know truth or dare on the train tracks and like you know what I mean like that's that's something like you can learn to live with it but I'm sure you had that regret like forever or if you were drinking and you hit somebody or you know things that happen like that where it's like man imagine like the level of regret that a lot of people can live with especially when it's on you and like your decisions and feeling disappointed in yourself can be like a crazy thing like even with a couple of mine I would say, like, now that I'm kind of talking about other examples, that the biggest ones are because it's like I could have did a thing or or I did something 
And it's not even until later when I realized, like, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm like, haven't even acknowledged some of those things that happened. Or, or like, as I get more clear into, like, who I am. Like, have you ever had, um, been in a situation where thinking back on your, on, like, actions, there's, like, a way that you kind of thought of yourself, but then, like, something happened or you did something, you didn't do something, whatever. And it's, like, having a grasp of, like, oh, I'm actually, like, not mm-hmm. that person that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um but then as you come to grasp, like, those, those concepts, and you're like, okay, the reality is, like, yes, I did these things. That's okay. Or, it's, or you know, I'll have another chance to do it or whatever it might be. Then you kind of become more okay with it. Um, but as you learn who you are more and more, I think maybe those regrets can soften because you are kind of growing into a better relationship with yourself. So there may be something to the idea that the more, the better relationship you have with yourself maybe the more okay you are with, you know, everything about your past and present. And so maybe regrets aren't as big a deal. Um, and I don't know, is that what we should be aspiring to? Yeah. I was going to say, but all this whole conversation just made me think about like how unrealistic, no regrets, it, like the, like trying to live a life of no regrets mm-hmm. is like, I think you, to your point, you grow okay with them. And you know, the more you learn about yourself, but when you were talking about that, I thought well, about five things. Boring if you don't have any yeah, regrets. But I thought about five things. I was like, damn, I do regret that. I wish I would have did better thought, but I think it is that, you know, the difference in like who you want to be and who you think you are with like, you know, falling short of that. Mm-hmm. But to your point of like the question of like, should we try to live a life? Um, I originally would have said yes, but now I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't think it's boring because, like, if you if you are doing the things that you want to do and, you know, chasing your dreams and doing all that, I think it just depends on who you are and what kind of life you're living. But I think living intentionally, like, you try, you do your best to try to not have those. But now, um, mm-hmm. I guess a good question mm-hmm. to think about is, and I've seen this exercise with, like, motivational speakers and journaling exercises. It's like, you know, at the end of your life, you know, you write your own eulogy. You know, what kind of life did you live? You know, what were the highlights? What are you celebrating? Or maybe not your eulogy, but maybe like your 80th birthday. You know, what Mm. are you celebrating? What are you most proud of? You know, and then kind of trying to live your life there, like to to get to that. Mm -hmm. And so that whenever you do get 80, you're not like, damn, I wish I would have done all of these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that with things that, that come up for me, if I think about, you know, if I had to make a list of what I regret, it's not, again, it's not really things that didn't like other things happen. So even for example, um, one for me that comes up every once in a while. And I think I've mentioned this actually before in the episode is when I passed the foreign service exam. Um, but then I got the next part, um, that I had to go do like an oral examination. So work for in the foreign service is like all these steps and everybody has to come one day and take this test. If you pass, you get to do the next thing, whatever. and I didn't even, like, sign up to do the oral part or the next part. And at that point, I think what happened was, like, by the time um, I had got that that I passed it, I think I maybe started my business, which wasn't doing much then anyway, but I I think I probably, like, told myself, like, I'm not really going to try for that or I don't want to do that anymore. And I think really I just was stifling, you know, just because I could have just did it just to even see what would happen. Um, And so that's why that particular thing is a regret because I don't know what could have happened. Mm. So that's even like a different type of thing than like, oh, I got too drunk one night and was making out with this guy. Like that, you know what I mean? Like that to me is like, whatever. That's not the kind of things that are regrets. It's like, what would have happened if I hadn't, if I had pushed farther with this? 
or um, I was working on a book with some folks and I missed a deadline for something like turning in something. And then I couldn't, well, and they ended up still putting my stuff in there. So I was mad and I didn't talk about it because I was like, I didn't like it. But, but even with that, I regret it. Cause I was like, Oh dang, I can't be a part of the project anymore. When I really was like excited about, you know, a thing. Um, but even with that, I felt kind of bad just cause like, Oh, I was so hyped about it. But also I didn't have the capacity to like, you know, really do what I needed to do or, or maybe cause in hindsight, I don't even remember anymore. Maybe I was just like kind of brushing off a little bit, being a little lazy instead of pushing through. Um, so like there's different types of things. Cause it's like, what, what could have happened? Um, mm. if I had done this, which I think is more scary than the, I wish I hadn't done a thing because at least you saw that outcome. Um, unless it's like, you know, there's negative situations like I've been in with other people or it's like, oh, I shouldn't have been there and, or something happened. I'm like, ugh, you know, it's kind of like a little stain where it's like, yuck, wish that hadn't happened. But also it's not, you know, like a, like a thing where, I don't know, it doesn't like overshadow like my life or anything. Yeah. And I think the what if ones are the hardest. And actually, um, when I was like researching regrets and we were thinking about doing this episode, I found that there's a study done at Cornell University in like the late 80s, early 90s. And they surveyed like um, I don't know, over like six or 800 or something, 70 year olds. And they were asking them, like, what did you like if you could live your life over again? Like, what would you do differently? And to your point of like regretting not doing something as opposed to like having done something in which you didn't um 12 percent of the people that they interviewed regretted something that they had done um 54 percent regretted mm-hmm. wishing that they had done something like wish mm-hmm. like you know missing out on that and like all the opportunities that mm-hmm. they feel that they missed out on like mm-hmm. relationally career-wise betting on themselves you know whatever and so I think that is an interesting dichotomy of like oh whenever you do the thing like yeah you might mm-hmm. mess up it might fail you might you know, hurt somebody's feeling, whatever, but it's like, if you don't do it, you'll never know. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that there's something to being a proponent of taking risk or for trying a thing or doing a thing or seeing, you know, exploring as opposed to holding back and regretting that, um, for sure. Yeah. And the biggest regrets I can think of for myself are definitely like, I should have studied abroad or what if I did go to business school overseas or different things that like, oh man, that would have been cool. Mm Mm-hmm a whole different uh, life. We might have met in a different circumstance overseas somewhere. <laughs> um, but then also, the so regrets, we're starting to talk about, like, different types of regrets. And I know um, we also looked up and saw that there's, like, four categories that your regrets can fit in. Um, so as you're listening, you may be thinking about things that uh, you may regret, and so we're going to kind of go through and just um, inform and educate on these different types uh, to see, you know, where you might fall into place. And the first one, um, the first category that regrets that people have uh, typically fall under are foundational regrets, meaning like not saving enough money, um, like having financial regret for like then thinking about your health, like not eating right, not exercising. And so whenever you get older, you know, you're decrepit or can't move around and don't feel well. But the kind of regrets that don't allow you to have stability um, to show up and perform in your life. Mm -hmm. So kind of setting yourself up for failure a little bit. What foundational regrets do you have or that you wouldn't, if you don't mind sharing different um, ones? Um, I, I mean, I can have some for all of this. I would say like probably, well, a financial one is like not being on top of my finances like earlier mm-hmm. and not having, you know, somebody to kind of guide me through that. I think health wise, I do pretty well. Um, but yeah, mon- money is the biggest one I think about, like not investing and not having, you know, someone to kind of, to kind of guide me through that mm-hmm. foundationally. Um, yeah, and for me, foundational regrets probably are in the same two areas. 
There are some health ones that I regret because I didn't. There was some times I was not taking care of myself appropriately. Um, and even very recently, like I completely regret over like the last um, half a year or so, like circumstances that also like where I like gained a lot of weight and just like all of a sudden I was like, dang, I got a big like pot belly. And I was just like so grossed out. And like I really regretted that I like let myself get into that situation. Um I also regret, um, and I don't, I don't know. I can now that I'm getting a little bit older as well. Not like super old, but you know, what I'm just saying compared um, to a, a lot of the people I'm like out and about with these days. Um, but I like kind of starting to regret my like eating habits, smoking, drinking, things like that, because it's like you start to see it, your skin's getting a little grayer and like you know starting to have lines and things, and it's like, oh man, I feel like that's those things that as folks get older, they tend to kind of bring up too. It's like, I should have took care of myself better. Um, and I don't, again, I don't think I'm doing like crazy bad or anything. So like, you know, I'm not saying these things for anybody to like try to hype me or do anything about it. But those are things that I, I look at now, but I most more so think about like, all right, what can I do, you know, to get through it? Because also I think that I can change my body. My body has been changing. Um, again, in the last couple of months. So that's not something I'm necessarily worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do regret like even getting there, especially as somebody who's like, oh, I've always been like the same way forever, you know, through my 36 to almost 37 years. So um, definitely a big regret there. And then of course, as far as money, I regret, I only, I only feel like I regret my money situation when I'm in it for whatever reason, <laughs> that shit does not last for me. I'd be like, whatever. Um, Cause I, there's been times like I think I told this story too, and um I have a note in my phone called seven forty seven a.m. on the metro, and when I was in D.C. I was headed to, actually this this was connected to the same damn story. I was headed to the foreign service exam, and I literally I had like my smart trip card, like your metro card, and I literally had like change in my account at that time. Um, this was when I was in like right after grad school, I think, and but I had to go to this test. I'm like, it was only like once a year, so I was like. I'll figure it out. I was like preparing my mentally to like walk back home like seven miles. And I was on the Metro. And also one of my teeth was like chipped or something or like it was messed up. Like I really needed to go to a dentist and like take care of it. And I was, I just started writing and I remember writing about like, like I never want to feel like I'm in this situation like this again, where it's like, I'm about to get all emotional now. It was like, I can't take care of my health. My tooth is messed up. I'm headed to this thing. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get back. And I just remember being like, I never want to be in this situation again. And I wrote about it. But also, I've been in that situation a hundred times since then. So also, there's that. But on the way after the test, I also remember, too, being like, well, I'm going to go to the Metro anyway and just see. And I swiped my car. And all of a sudden, I swear, it had like five bucks on it or something. So I was like, wow. (laughs) So I still, like, got home. But, But in the times when I'm like, dang, like, you know, when you're low on money or you have something to do, it's like, now you get a flat tire. Now... Um, something's going on and it's like, I can't help. Um, that's mm-hmm. when I feel like, damn, I regret being here right now. But yeah, I don't, I like right now looking back, I don't, I don't ever think like I regret not having money, you know, in all those times. But when you're there, like, ugh, when you can't take care of yourself or like, that's just a terrible feeling. That's such a terrible feeling. Yeah. It's one of the worst ones. The only other regret that I thought about, um, is skincare. I wish I like I would have started a skincare routine earlier. I remember my friend's godmama before I moved to LA, um, she was just like, Hey, just wear sunscreen every day. And I 
was like, I didn't have no kind of. Yeah, that's a big one. I was like, okay, so I started wearing sunscreen every day, but I didn't know about you know vitamin C and retinoids and da 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 and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, like preventative things. Mm-hmm. Um, another type of regret is boldness regrets, and this is what we were talking about, where you regret what you didn't do are things that you didn't say. So that's kind of for me, like when I didn't go to the second part of um, that test to see if I could do that. And then, I mean, for me, there's lots of things that, well, I don't know about a lot, but there's a couple of things like that that maybe I didn't do. I don't think I have many regrets about not saying a thing. Maybe like to my parents or like telling the truth about particular things or even through to now, like, being open about particular things with people who are close to me. Um, I do regret not having a more, a really more closer relationship with my parents to where I feel like I can talk to them like I'm me without feeling like, oh, I'm a child talking to a parent, if that makes sense. Um, Even though we have a great relationship, like I don't talk to them about stuff that's going on in my life. And so that's something I regret, but also to think about doing it is still which I, I need to do better. And, and also, I'm going into the other one, too, because mm-hmm. there's another one called Connection Regrets that's all around your relationships and people. Um, and before we were talking about the episode, or before we started it, um, I was saying, too, I was like, I feel like that could go into a lot of the other ones as well. Yeah. But So I'm just bringing it up, sorry, because I went into it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, there's things that I wish I had said, maybe, oh, to speak up for myself um, in situations as a woman in business back in the day like getting started and like the way people kind of say certain things to you or try to get slick and it's like I wish I had stood up for myself a little bit more and like um so those are those are the ones that I would say I personally have regrets around when it comes to boldness perhaps yeah I was about to say that every time I never stood up for myself or um didn't I, I mean I bet on myself I'm pretty bold but then I just I know certain times I was either like not thinking I was good enough or that I wasn't ready, and so I kind of talked myself out of some opportunities. Spill the tea. You're not giving us no no stories, Carly. Um, well, <laughs> I just so I remember in construction, I used to be an engineer in construction. If you're new to the bouch, um, if not, just reminding you. And I worked with a lot of older white men, and so like they would just say stuff. And I remember the first time I ever like put somebody in their place, like I was like shaking. And I was like, mm-hmm. a, such a big deal. Like, I went home. I went in a car and cried afterwards. <laughs> like, stood up for myself and went home and cried. You can do both. <laughs> um, but it just finally, like, hit a breaking point. But I had let them say so much stuff before then that I was a little bit disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in business school, because, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and been one, I had some business ideas and I didn't enter some competitions. I mean, I did and I won some. But then some other ones I didn't do because I, like, talked myself out of it and was like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not, you know, I don't know if I can do this. And probably, you know, talk myself out of some bread and some big opportunities just because I wasn't, you know, being bold enough, mm-hmm. um, at least to me. Um, and then, yeah, I'm pretty bold about talking to to people and saying things that I need to say. Um, so I'm mostly standing up for myself and then betting on myself whenever imposter, imposter syndrome was kicking in. And then um, another one that, that Lexi alluded to and kind of went into is, like, connection regrets. So not just, like not connecting with people so you know not spending enough time with your grandparents while they're here not spending enough time with your siblings and like actually talking to them making the time um but also if relationships kind of start to fall apart for whatever reason like there's a misunderstanding maybe not even a big blowout but also maybe you know just life gets busy and you kind of start to lose connection with your friends like it's important um to think about those like you know will you regret not actually making time to talk to your friends or people who really mean a lot to you and also with the connections, um, there's usually with folks like a lot of regret around relationships, like romantic relationships, like you wish you hadn't. 
Um, I have one where I'm, this is maybe the same as like the boldness, but like, I wish I had spoke up and I didn't. Um, and I f- actually that's, that's one of my big ones now. It's like, I wish I had said something about how I felt about the person and I didn't. And then they, you know, often get married, have kids, do whatever you do. Um, but there's, I definitely have one instance of that. Outside of that, there's the decisions you make in relationships. And I've, I've been done my wrong things in relationships that I would regret. And also I've put up with things. I, like I really regret like putting up with a lot of things. And it sucks that it seems like everything gets more clear, like, you know, after um, instances. And so the thing about those types of relationships and regret, I think, are maybe not easier, but, like, you really can kind of, like, all right, that happened. You really just have to accept it and think about, like, what you did get out of it um, moving forward because that's not the same to me as, like, your family or, like, I wish I had spent more time or I wish I had you know, hung out with my friends more and, you know, like, and things you think about, like, if you were to lose them. Um, But with relationships, it's like, all right, they're already gone, perhaps. Um, And it's like, how do you live with that? Um, And then the last one is moral. Hold on, before we go into that, sorry. I said your story made me think about something, and I just, like, want to share something that feels so good. So for everybody who's ever had a situation where you didn't speak up for yourself, like, in a relationship or, you know, put up with stuff or whatever – you know, shout out to the universe for giving me the opportunity. Um, I had a, like an off and on situationship with somebody for a very long time. And Lord knows, but uh, when I was in grad school, I actually got to go off on this man about it. And he just listened mm-hmm. and took it for two hours on FaceTime. <laughs> I was also a little drunk, so, you know. But um, it feels really good whenever you actually do get those moments. So if you have them and, like, you need to have that conversation and you have a safe space, still say it. Um, if not, talk to your therapist and learn to let that shit go. But if the opportunity does I arise. Say, I wouldn't recommend it. But well, <laughs> no, because we were still friends, but I still, I don't know, for whatever reason that day I just ended up saying it. But, you know, he apologized and we cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times when you're trying to dig into a past thing for answers or you want to feel validated or feel better, even when you get answers that, like, it's still, it's just still more things. Or, the you know, the things still happen. So I feel like a lot of times um, that is really good, though, when you can get that. But you can't move to try to get it, I mm-hmm. don't think. And, like, you just got to operate as if you never will. Yeah. Um, and I had let go of any hope of ever getting it ever. And I think and I had healed from it at least I thought all the way. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, to your point, I wasn't looking for it at all. It just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the last type of regret is moral regrets. And as it sounds, it's when, you know, we've all have passed and been young and been stupid or been curious and do things that maybe whether it's in the time you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this, but you did. Or whether looking back now, you're like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. Or like, that wasn't really cool. Um Definitely got lots of those. Um, mm, not as strong though. This isn't this isn't like the place where I feel strongest about. Um, mine is going through a time where I was like mostly mostly because like in the time that after being in a relationship that I was like super single and then I just started you know seeing different people and dating and you know just like being more free about it. Like whatever, I'm not trying to do nothing serious. I'm just here and there. Um, I feel less like morally about it and more I just like feel like I wasted time you know if that makes sense with people so that wasn't even even a moral thing I don't think um but when and I've definitely been a thief plenty of times all kind of stuff um have stole from people have have what else have I done 
to people or are done. I think I framed some somebody for something. Like I've done things that I'm like mm, that wasn't cool, but I don't really regret it. So I, I would say the moral space isn't my biggest regrets, but I, I haven't done the. I don't think the craziest thing. My most of mine would probably be boldness regrets if I had to go through what are you how do you feel about moral regrets um I think moral regrets is interesting in the research because they say that like a lot of older people start like confessing things that they just feel really bad Mm -hmm. about like murdering people back in the day about being racist about stealing shit cheating on their husbands like that's the one thing I wish I never did you know Mm -hmm. whatever so I feel like those like carry a lot of weight um I actually don't have a lot of those I mean I have a few for sure lying to people cheating on somebody like stuff like that but Nothing, nothing too wild. I think mine are really like boldness uh, regrets. Yeah, boldness and then regrets in relationships about not saying things, about saying things, about doing things, not doing things on both mm-hmm. sides on on the um, victim and the uh, person who perpetrator. Mm-hmm. There we go. So I think it's interesting that when we started this episode, Carlin was like, "Oh, no, no regrets." <laughs> As usual, you just gotta dig deeper. Look, there um, we go. but he's like, well, "I don't really have regrets." and what else you say? Um, when you live intentionally. Yeah, when you live intentionally, you don't have regrets. Meanwhile. Got all the regrets. 27 minutes Why do you think I do these episodes? This was my idea for a topic. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> also I think sometimes you just got to hear other people say things. Cause, but I also don't like, I don't want to say something. You're like, yeah, that's me too, me too, me too. But like a lot of these things, like, you know, we've all done stuff. And sometimes you just got to think back a little bit. Um, but, but for mine, though, also, like, like I said, there's a couple of mine that like, I really do think about from time to time. Not definitely not like every day, every week, not even mm-hmm. that. But there's a couple of them that are like higher up there. And I'm like, dang, man, like I wonder what could have been a little different with that. Um, but for the most part, like, yes, we have regrets. I don't think that we should try to live in a way where it's like we're trying to avoid having regrets because that what that really translate to me translates to to me is I don't want to, I want to move in a way where I don't get disappointed. And to me, mm-hmm. that translates to, I'm going to play it safe and I'm going to do what I know, which to me translates to, I'm not leaving any space for anything interesting, great, awesome, 10 x to happen. Um, so, you know, that relationship was whatever, looking back all of a sudden, like, and then like, you got to remember too, like how you were feeling during it. And you were like, oh man, I wasn't thinking like that during, but now you go back and trying to trash the other person and trash the situations and all this and that. And it's like, no, like, you know, that those things were what they were. And it's okay to regret, um, I think, and learn from things and move through. So I perhaps would go more with the stance that um, you do have to learn to live with regrets. You will have them and you can learn to live with them and you can take them a step further and grow from them or move differently from that space. Um, but you can't avoid disappointment. No, and I, I like that outlook and that perspective on it. Um, I also think that for me, it's less about like this disappointment. It's like, man, I don't want to make the wrong decision. It's like there's really no wrong decisions in life. Mm-hmm. There's just decisions, and different outcomes come from different decisions. There's not a wrong one, and you know, um, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself always trying to make the right decision and do the right thing whenever you know we're all just out here. We ain't got no handbook. We're trying to live. Um, And whenever you inevitably do have regrets, I think the one thing is like you shouldn't let them linger and let them be heavy and carry around that guilt and shame and let them just become embedded in in a part of who you are. Because, you know, carrying around those emotions can lead to stress in your body and um, negative health consequences and just not feeling good all the time. So maybe when I'm thinking about living a life of like no regrets, it's 
to where they don't like pervade your thoughts. They're not pervasive. They don't, you know, color your outlook on how you do things. It's just, you know, learning through them. So shit happens. Make sure you're aware and intentional and trying to learn something whenever you go through it. Mm -hmm. And to take being intentional a step further, as we always say, it's really about like honoring yourself. And if you're making your decisions based in the moment on what you really want, need, um, and not trying to force a thing. And like, when you look back to, you know, like when you were trying to make something, something it wasn't. And I think one of the hardest things in life, and I don't know if this is enough for like a real episode on its own one day, but like one of the hardest things I think in life is to really accept like just what's right around you. Um, and to move forward in that um, because we do want to see things a certain way or we do think that, oh, man, this is the person or this is the job or this is, you know, my car or whatever. Um, and there's just so much opportunity for other things. So it's not being too attached to things. It's being true to yourself so that as you do move, at least the regret could come from you trying or you wanting to do a thing or you thinking that really could have been uh, what you want or what you need or what would be good for you. And so with those things, it's easier, I believe, to live with the mishaps and the disappointments that are going to come um, because you got to manage your expectations in life and it will not be perfect. So basically do the thing, take the risk, mm -hmm. bet on yourself, all of that good stuff. Um, so we hope that you got something out of that conversation around regrets. Let us know if there's anything that you want to share with us in the post, in the comments, on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. Um, or if there's anything that you kind of learned or that you thought about or what your mindset is towards regrets. Happy to check that out from you guys this week. Yeah, because we'll be learning some awesome stuff from y'all too. So definitely hit us. Mm -hmm. um, love when y'all share y'all's long perspectives on the episode page and on YouTube um, specifically. And then this week's shout out is to Johnny, um, Los Angeles. And it's a black woman owned jewelry company. She's from LA originally and she has some amazing pieces. She does everything by hand. Um, an artist, creator, Women's History Month, but always support women, support black women. So check her out. We'll link her in the show notes. You said what she did? That was fast. Sorry. Mm -hmm. you, okay. Yeah, Ooh. she has a shop that we're linking, but I said she's an artist and a creator. She makes jewelry oh, yeah, by yeah. hand. Yeah, I have um, some crystal earrings that I got from her shop. Um, she has some really cool, like, toe rings and nose rings because they can just, like, bend to um, your nose or bend to your toe or your fingers, whatever you order from her. Um, and she has a lot of cool stuff with um, with different like rocks, crystals, et cetera. That's pretty cool and creative as well. So I've definitely got stuff from her. And so definitely good quality. I would recommend 10 out of 10. Awesome. And then this week's question of the week. So this week we didn't have a question there, but I'm going to think of something right now um, to ask Carly. Um, Carly, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to ask, uh, what is this, March, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is one thing that you have lined up for Q2 that you are looking forward to, if anything? Oh, um, well, in the Q1, yeah, I was about to, I'm going a, I'm to a cheat. No, uh, that's not quarter two. So quarter Damn. two, <laughs> I know something at the end of quarter one. Quarter two. Um, okay, so <laughs> quarter two, I'll be done teaching classes. I'll still be doing personal training, but I am lining up more corporate clients for mindfulness and holistic health and wellness, um, stress resiliency programming in the corporate nonprofit, like entrepreneurship space. So I'm excited about that. I'm also dropping some new products for holistically dope, um, some self-care boxes. So get excited about those things too. That'd be good. Mm -hmm. Summer. What about you, Shadi? Um, 
something I'm excited about for Q2 is um, on the work front, kicking off a big campaign with one of my clients for mental health this health month in Mm. May. So May should be interesting um, around lots of conversations and kind of amplifying a lot of messaging around mental health, which I really enjoy doing with this particular client. I think that's very important um, for all of us. And uh, I think my first international trip is in the end of April. So that's Q2 too. So I'm excited to actually have like a few days that I'm going to take off. I might be still working probably, but um, take off and go, I don't know, have fun, chill, get some sun. Yeah, that's exciting. So what do y'all have coming up for quarter two that y'all are excited about? Hit us at Carly's Couch and let us know. And like that.